This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Dear Evan Hansen, now playing in theaters. It uh, stars Ben Platt <laughs> as a high schooler. It's Dear Evan Hansen. I'm wearing a meat dress. And I am wearing a different cool dress. Tim. Is that what you were going to say? No, I didn't have anything. Oh. We can work we can workshop it. It's okay. No, just just go ahead. Go on. Okay, this is Ear Buddies. <laughs> and look, they're not all going to hit. Not every intro is going to be perfect, gang. I feel bad for that one. I caught me flat-footed. Um, but we'll push past that. Well, you know, and... Lady Gaga's meat dress caught a lot of people flat-footed, <laughs> I think. That's right, Tim, it did. Pal. Yeah. You and me. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. What are we? We Are we... Are we music enthusiasts? Are we lovers of, of song? Are we aficionados? Uh... Are we historians? What are we? Well, yes, scholars. All, all the above. Uh, we're real musicians. Well, that's, that's true. one thing for I know for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that all sounds right to me, actually, Tim. Don't you think that we have the authority and the know-how and the wherewithal to talk about pretty much anything? Question mark. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I do. Heck but yeah. Especially, but especially music related? <laughs> especially music, but I would, I mean, I would do anything. I think, I think we've got it figured out. <laughs> so why not, why not, like gods, stand high above the world and gaze down at the past? <laughs> And make sweeping statements about what happened and what it meant. I'm in. Sign me up, Tim. Let's do it. All right. Today, gang, we're going back to 2010, a big year. Maybe the big year. Mm, the first of many sweeping statements. I love it. <laughs> Twenty ten uh, marked a turning point, not just uh, not just for uh, all all pop listeners, but I think for Matt and me. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to hear where this one goes. Well, I mean, we uh, we entered our twenties. We became serious about 
you know, trying to make it in a band. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I think we, we were sort of earnestly uh, just being earnest. Yeah. Well, we, we're past that now, but you're right. Like, that was yeah. big year for you and me personally. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, a big, a huge year for pop music. Um, big year for... Um, is it Catherine Bigelow who won the? She was the first woman director <laughs> to win an Oscar for The Hurt Locker. <clears throat> that was t- that was 2010, guys. Big year. <laughs> I think uh, Apple released the iPad. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Lots going on. We got Osama. Oh, yeah. I forgot we did that. Oh wait, no, that was 2011. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Osama's he's he's still at large. So right, in okay, 2010. So, right. Just as we're talking about this year, know that looming in the background, <laughs> like a specter. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't great, but it's been. <laughs> that would be dealt with the following year. Right. We'll get right, and Catherine Bigelow would be watching it closely. So anyway. We're talking about 2010. (laughs) Specifically, three of the most important pop musicians uh, from that year and who, who are all, in their own way, still very important today. But I think... Uh, in 2010 formed this this trifecta this this sort of Bermuda Triangle hmm. uh, that, that you could uh, get lost in this holy trinity some might say sure you and and you just said yeah uh, uh, of pop music we're talking about Katy Perry Oh yeah, train. <laughs> that can't be right. Wait a second. Hold on. I have a smudge on my computer. Sorry. Five left. Sorry. That says Kesha. <laughs> Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, and Kesha. All right. Hot and dangerous. If you're one of us, then roll with us, cause we make the hipsters fall in love when we got our hot pants on and up. And yes. That makes a ton of sense to me, Tim. Um, I, I see where you're going with this. And also, just gonna gonna hang a lampshade on this. Obviously, there are a ton more massive artists from 2010. We know train. this. Train, for example, train. I guess that's all I can think of. <laughs> but no, look, we know this. Tayo Cruz. <laughs> right. Although Mike, uh, Mike Posner. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we gotta look. We're, we can't do all of it. And these three ladies, uh, they make the most sense. And also, they paint a nice picture, don't they, Tim? 
Absolutely. We try to keep the episodes to like 40 to 60 minutes anyway, so it's not like right. Right. So, let's kind of take this chronologically, bud, could we? Yeah. What what happens, Matt? We have uh, we have a couple of these players on the stage already. For, like, Katy Perry, uh, we know about because we're all scared of her because she kissed a girl and she liked it. Right. Yep. Uh, Lady Gaga, we're less scared of, I think, because at that point she was kind of just doing club sound. You yeah. Know, just dance. Yeah. It was uh, it wasn't scary. It was a little bit, I think, Swedish for us, for us Americans. But it wasn't, it wasn't anything too concerning. That's right. Before the fame became the fame monster, <laughs> uh, it just it didn't seem quite as terrifying um and then kesha comes along 20 uh, 2009 that's how i like to say that years sure that's fine from the aughts now <laughs> she drops tiktok wake up in the morning feeling like p did hey, grab my glasses i'm out the door i'm gonna hit this city Let's before go. i leave brush my teeth with a bottle of jack because when i leave for the night i Coming back. I'm talking pedicure on Which, by the way, is she getting royalties for the name of and the spelling of the? Well, I don't Do you think she, I don't think she is Tim. Uh, but that's it's it's important. I think uh, for our Zoomer listeners, uh, yeah. guys, there was a big song called TikTok. It's not just that app where you post those funny videos. All right, this is this is history. Listen up. Okay. So that song comes out in uh, August of 2009. It's the lead single from her album Animal, which has a bunch of big songs. Uh, and TikTok, I mean, that's a that's a big old tune. Yeah, that was that was um, just in charge of the airwaves in mm-hmm. 2010 for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and. We'll talk more about this, but I think something that's important about 2010 is that the airwaves are still important in 2010. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. I'm talking about everybody getting crunk, Boys try to touch my junk. Gonna smack him if he's getting too drunk, drunk. You have Kesha. She drops TikTok. Um, Lady Gaga uh, extend or expands the fame into the fame monster uh, in... November of 2009, and, and then we get Bad Romance, and we get Telephone. Then... 2010 comes along, summer 2010, we get Teenage Dream, the album by Katy Perry, which is just Greetings, loved ones. the sugariest, mm-hmm. sweetest pop album for the best summer of our lives. Mm. Right, gang? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it just, oh, those golden days. Oh, man. 
I hate to even think about it too much. No, it brings a tear to the eye. <laughs> what an incredible album, dude. That album was a huge album. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, remains to this day, I would say, a huge album. It's a very seminal, very influential album um, for a ton of people who are, who, are, uh, who are listening to it then and who are making music now. Um, you know, Lord, I think a few years ago in an interview, said something about how pop music is is sacred and teenage dream in particular and had it you know i don't know look that up but like uh it was a juggernaut and and uh crazy staying power too yeah unbelievable we were listening to singles from teenage dream like into 2012 that's how long that album stuck around crazy so all three of these artists are dominating the charts at the same time. And it's this amazing moment for pop music, right? Because it's such a well, um, well-rounded well is not the best way to describe a triangle, I guess. But, uh, but go with me here, right? You have Katy Perry on one end, who is perfectly... Like I said, sugary. Yeah, just bubblegum. Bubblegum pop. You have Gaga, which gets sort of weird and, as you said, kind of Euro pop, uh, heady, uh, weirdo pop. That was still very accessible to listen that to. That was still but yes, exactly yep. super accessible. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And she's collabing with with Beyonce and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kesha, who is wor- working with a lot more like techno influence and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's having a party, you know. Yes, I mean that's party music. It's these this three pronged, just perfect one two three punch of pop. Yep. It, oh, it was amazing. Man, oh, okay. Look, I know we're making <laughs> we're making actual points here, or probably will get around to it. But <laughs> but that's I think that's huge because for me and I'm sure mm-hmm. for you and a lot of our peers like that triangle that holy trinity uh, is what I still think pop music is you know yeah. like and and also those three elements like having just real sugar high bubblegum stuff and synthy sort of European sounding slight weirdness and then uh, just club bangers, like, isn't that what pop is? <laughs> like, they nailed it between the three yes. of them. Yeah, no, they they nailed it exactly. So, yeah, I do. Ha- I think this is where we can get into kind of 
the points that we have to make. So mm-hmm. we, we could go on and on about <laughs> just 2010 being this incredible year. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. If you look at the Billboard chart for 2010, how the year ended, um, it can be kind of instructive uh, as to how the rest of the decade went for pop. Mm. So, the number one song of 2010, TikTok by Kesha. Number two, well, Need You Now by Lady Antebellum, or Lady A as we refer to her. Yes. Uh Number three, Hey Soul Sister by Train. Oh, there's, See? there's Train. There they are. <laughs> okay, then you get California Girls by Katy Perry. I, I, I could, I'm not going to list everything, but I want to just note that on this list, pretty high up, is I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. You also have Sexy Bitch by David Guetta. So here... <laughs> Here emerges David Guetta, right? At the same time that this pop trifecta is happening with Kesha and Katy Perry and Lady Gaga, in parallel, off it just totally separately, I think, David Guetta is showing up to the scene, and he's like, I'm not super interested in choruses, I'm more interested in the beat dropping. Mm-hmm. And he introduces this entirely new structure to pop music that starts to overwhelm the charts in subsequent years, right? She's nothing like a girl you've ever seen before Nothing you can compare to your neighborhood I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful Yeah, I think that's like, that's huge. Uh, because I would I, like not to get ahead of ourselves, but I would say that 2010, in as much as you can uh, draw a line in the sand, um, mm-hmm. I think that's where you have to do it. Because after that, uh, we all remember, right? It was it was a bunch of uh, European uh, house music on yeah. our on our radio, and <laughs> and that. <laughs> was a trend, just a, an unavoidable trend for mm-hmm. several years. And then, Tim, I'm going to I'm gonna go even further here and say, mm-hmm. uh, so Spotify yeah. launched in, in the States in 2011. Wow, okay. And, of course, you know, it didn't pick up Steam immediately, but, yeah. but I think it's at least not insane to posit that... Uh, after 2010, what we had was a bunch of uh, David Guetta type electrode dance music. And then along comes streaming. Yep. And now here we are today. It became way more of a democracy, I guess. Um, and the the scene got way more crowded by getta types by uh beat dropping stuff but not only that was it not 2011 that adele enters the scene Matt? Mm, that's right 
That's right. So yeah, I mean Adele with, I mean, I'm loath to say this, but a lot of people found some authenticity in her mm-hmm. in her Britishness that we just could not really find in in these. Like Katie and Kesha and Gaga, right? They're they're yeah, well, very uh, their looks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not authentic, right? They're very no. mannered and their 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 costumes and obviously Gaga. Well, all, I mean, all three of them, right? Um, and so I don't know. Maybe we were looking for something different. Um, maybe Ed Sheeran showed up a little bit after that. Um, yeah, right. It was sort of a. It was kind of a cleanse diet after the. Uh, That's after what it feels like, man. Yes. Like, like look at pop right now. What do we? What dominates the landscape right now? Who do we talk about? We talk about. Well, who who have you and I been talking? We've been talking about uh, Olivia Rodrigo. We have been talking about Billie Eilish. We've talked a little bit about Lord. These are much more mellow singer-songwriter. Uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift, too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. If you're not going to go the club noise route, if you're doing pop music, you're pretty much doing this more melancholy, uh, kind of downer, lo-fi yep. like very very um confessional right mm-hmm. very um like you can't i mean right olivia and lord and billy i guess those three you know newer examples like they're all saying something all the time right mm-hmm. that that means a lot to them and that's great but uh i don't, I don't know if if uh, when Gaga was singing Alejandro that she necessarily meant it, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, right. Like, that stuff is so different, right? Than what I was saying, like, TikTok and California Girls mm-hmm. and OMG by Usher. Yep. Like, that is, I feel like we're a world away 10 years later in terms of tone. Yeah, well, man, it feels like truly like looking looking at the the charts, it feels like 2010 was just an incredible party. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bin Laden wouldn't be dead for <laughs> until next year, but we were still having a great time. Like the Right? I mean, well, we, I mean, maybe this is the energy that SEAL Team 6 needed to get, <laughs> well, you it's, know, to get I, it right. Yeah, if I'm listening to this playlist while I'm jumping in that helicopter, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say, but... <laughs> got, my, got my headphones in. Check the scopes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, man, I'm spinning. You know what I'm spinning. Wanting to start again. Anyway, um, <laughs> we must be right. That must <laughs> that feels I, right. The, I think we cracked it. The yeah. more the more I we say it, the more Is true that it becomes. Is that in Catherine Bigelow's movie? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I assume. Like, who's still around and super relevant uh, from 2010? Bruno Mars is one. And he feels a bit like a relic, kind of, right? Like, Yeah, he does. I mean, 
he uh, he it's performed just, at the Super Bowl, which means you're kind of on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's his style of music is just a different. It's a different thing. Like we don't we don't want authenticity from Bruno Mars. We want style, mm-hmm. and that's what we wanted out of Kesha and Gaga and Katy Perry is style. Basically. Yes. Yes. Is, is a vibe. Absolutely. Not, not vibes. We wanted a vibe. No, right. Because, you know, for they vibes didn't exist in 2010, no. guys. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. They just That's didn't. That's the thing. Um, but, yeah, like, I think it is just between the, these three beautiful ladies, um, they absolutely captured... Um, that vibe singular um, and they were I mean they and their teams and handlers and managers or whatever were phenomenal stylists like they uh, they had their personas um, and we knew they were personas and we thought that's yep. super fun like you know uh, Katy Perry her, her whole deal uh, and Kesha's and Gaga's we all knew that that is fake, and we didn't really want anything else. We thought that we're having a great time. Whereas now, I mean, to continue returning to the same well, like Billy and uh, Olivia, they really, to quote Kesha, are who they are, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they were born this way. Were, baby. Well, I mean, exactly. And they're both California girls, but. <laughs> But, okay. <laughs> I mean, Good I'm work. sorry, that was right there. But, but, uh, yeah, they, it's so important uh, now, and uh, we, we've been at least conditioned now to expect that sort of uh, lyrical, at least, authenticity and uh, really get to know them in that way, mm-hmm. um, in a way that w- was just not a priority in 2010. Felt like, and especially because of how big Teenage Dream was, maybe this endless thing. Like, you could have told me that Kesha and Katie and Gaga could have released similar sounding albums every year for the next 50 years, and we would have eaten it whole. <laughs> we would have swallowed it whole. Well, no problem. But it turns out that 2010 was like kind of the end. It was sort of it was the end of the road for that style of pop being being as big as it was. Mm-hmm. Like it's still being made. Gaga is I mean, Gaga's latest album is basically a return to form in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's nowhere near the chart performer that it was in 2010. Yep. So. We were seeing the high watermark in 2010, and we didn't know it at the time. Uh, yeah, it was just sort of surprising, because in the moment, it just felt like, oh, this is never going to end. Katy Perry's singles just sat at the top of the charts. Yeah, it was nothing. I mean, she was just, I don't know about sports, but she was shooting threes from the top of the key. Is that right? 
that's pretty good, bud. Yeah. Nice. Nice, dude. Thank Top you. of the key. Wow. I don't, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just a repressed memory from uh, gym class, buddy. Um, <laughs> but, no, she was. She was, she was uh, absolutely just murdering the game. And, and then, yeah, like you said, Tim, after, I mean, of course, right, there's, there's, some uh, spillover, and it's not like at the end of 2010 everything was done. That's not how stuff no, works. But, but I think it is fair to say, or at least to theorize, that that uh, was an ending point um, for that kind of just pure. And when I say that, I hope Tim, I hope you at least know what I mean, and I, I guess I hope our listeners do too. But that sort of pure pop. Yes. Um, and uncut. Yes. Stuff. Just <laughs> right. Exactly. Right into your uh, sinus cavities. So, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, as far as that sort of monolith, that was the end of it. Obviously, with we have you know Carly Rae Jepsen uh, and uh, Robin was still doing stuff, and it's like all these these pure pop stylists. However, yeah. like you mentioned. Um, Carly Rae did not, <laughs> I mean, she did not blow up like that. Um, no. And frankly, I mean, no one else really has since then in that way. You know what? You want to know what number 30 was on the Hot 100 in 2010, bud? Uh, I'd love for you to tell me. I'd rather just play it and then take us to break with it. <laughs> 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 now that's pop. <laughs> that is that is a sugar high. Oh, dude! I can't believe this is that. a sugar cube that you feed to a horse. <laughs> I mean, I know we should be playing Kesha or Katie or Gaga on the way but to break is, here. This is just so good. But screw it. Ear Buddies will continue in a moment. I'd like to make myself believe that planet Earth turns slowly. It's hard to say that I'd rather stay awake when I'm asleep. Cause everything is never as it seems. Cause I get a thousand hugs from ten thousand lightning bugs as they tried to teach me how to dance. This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Dear Evan Hansen, the twenty twenty one coming-of-age musical teen drama film starring Ben Platt. Oh, yeah. It's Ben Platt, the, like, 48-year-old man playing <laughs> playing a 16-year-old boy um, with a perm. And... Uh, I think that's pretty much everything you have to say about it. Matt. Yeah. Uh, dear Evan Hansen, we got uh, seven and a half mil at the box office opening weekend. That's right. We did. Pretty good. Pretty good. It cost Not- us 
28 mil to make the film. Uh, so we got a little bit of work to do if we're going to uh, if we're going to get back to zero here, which we're trying to do. We're trying real hard. Well, that's uh, that's why we're doing the ad. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. We got to get butts in seats. We got to yep. get the butts in the seats. So here's here's what happened real quick. Uh, yep. So as I'm sure some of you know, um, Ben's Ben's dad, Mark, Mark Platt, mm-hmm. uh, he produced, co-produced this film. Yep. And he came to us in his hour of need and said, look, this is my son here. This is my son. This is my son. I would do anything for the boy. Uh, what I need from you <laughs> guys. <laughs> I would do anything for that old man. <laughs> what I need from you boys at your buddies and your ear buddies army is yeah. to is to win me back my money on this because people are they're talking bad about my boy. <laughs> my old man, Ben Platt. <laughs> my son. Right? And I can't have that. My adult son. Right. <laughs> My adult son Ben is <laughs> he's he's embarrassed himself and it was my fault. And I need I need you to get the army to go to the movie, tell all their friends, buy extra tickets. You don't even have to go, just buy some tickets. Mark right? Platt's son Ben. <laughs> like Icarus. Kept going back to that playing a high schooler well. He kept coming. He thought he could do it one more time. One last time, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm 27. I can do it. <sighs> one final gig. One last gig. I could do it. One more job. <laughs> he did it in The Politician on Netflix. And you know what? It worked. It was okay. <laughs> He did it on the in the stage production of Dear Evan Hansen, but it was a stage production. Everybody's fifty feet away or more. Yeah, and they look so small and tiny and little and young. You have to squint to see him on the stage, right? Yeah, everybody looks little. Could be any age, exactly. (laughs) But we're talking about when it came time for the theatrical production of Dear Evan Hansen. When we can zoom in on the pores of each actor in high definition in four K. High definition. When we can see the hairline receding in real time, <laughs> that's when you have to stop and ask yourself, <laughs> am I, do I still, could I still pass as a high schooler? And you don't ask your dad. You have to ask, and you don't ask your friends. You got to no, ask, right. you got to, you got to like focus group it. You got to just go to the people and say you, you got to go to a high school is what you got to well, do that's what, you sh- that's what he should have done <laughs> he should have just marched up to lincoln high in you know cedar brook maryland or whatever <laughs> and just waltzed in with a backpack sat down in a chair and s- just to see if anyone would have noticed <laughs> See if anyone would have said anything. That's oh, are called, you new here? That's or, called field research, and exactly. it's important. Just try it. And that's, I mean, that's the way to do it, because had, like, you know what? If the It's like a, it's like a reverse, it's a reverse, like, trying to get into a bar situation. Like, <laughs> he needs, you know, he needs a fake school ID. Right. <laughs> He's, like, sitting in math class thinking, 
I wonder if they know. Are you really 14? <laughs> There's no way you're 14, Ben. You just, you're not, you're a good looking man, uh, but you're an adult man. And uh, you can't play 17 or however old uh, dear Evan Hansen is. Or whoever he's playing in that movie. <laughs> Is there a character, is he named Dear Evan Hansen? I think that's his what name I sort is of Dear assume. Evan Hansen, yes. Okay. Um, so, And that's um, really, that's where the social anxiety starts for him. Sure, well, if that was my name, I <laughs> would also be walking around with a cast. I'm wondering, uh, I guess, do, like, does Ben do a good job in it? Other than him looking a little, a little decrepit? Matt, have you seen the clip of Ben kind of Naruto running away from from an awkward situation? <laughs> uh, I have to. So I guess that answers my question, doesn't it? I think we'll have to link that in the uh, in the show notes. Um, but look, guys, we're trying to get butts in seats. What we want you to do is go see Dear Evan Hansen in theaters, or at least, as Matt said, purchase a ticket. Yep. Get mark platt's old son some respect he if this thing bombs what like what you he's not gonna come back to the to your to your movie screen he's gonna stay uh on broadway and we both know you are never going to broadway okay you're only gonna see ben uh from well like tim said a couple thousand feet away on a, on a stage and if you can't get tickets to broadway and let's mm-hmm. be honest you can't <laughs> then you will never see him again if yeah. you want to to see this guy if you still want him in your life look yeah if you still want ben platt in your life in any capacity you need to buy tickets to dear evan hansen otherwise you are exiling him to the stage mm. of Broadway, and uh, that'll be the end of it. So right. it will be your fault. So that's the tough. That's the tough situation we find ourselves in, gang. It's we like Ben Platt. We have liked Ben Platt in the past. He's done nice work. He has a nice singing voice. He's got. He a seems like influential a relative, dad. He has a cool <laughs> guy with a dad whose name you can click on on Wikipedia. <laughs> But now it's do or die. If we if we don't support this film, Ben's done. He's toast. He's never going to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and so That's right though. Yeah, you're exact. I don't know why I'm laughing. This isn't funny. Right. So we got to do something. We have to f- pick the better of two bad options, mm-hmm. I'm afraid. That's right. And I would say that the better option would be going to your local cinema and saying Two tickets to Dear Evan Hansen, please. Mm-hmm. And enjoying, may, maybe enjoying the film. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever. It's 137 minutes long. Oof. That's... That's pretty long. Too long. That's pretty long. <laughs> That's too long. Wow. <laughs> That's but, pretty hey, long. guys, it's a musical. It's it's. You know who wrote the, the, the songs on this? It was oh. uh, Pasek and Paul, uh, those fellows who wrote uh the greatest showman music uh one of our faves la la land uh well they wrote the lyrics not the music they're not jazz guys uh so they yeah they i mean it'll be fun it'll be a fun musical romp through a high school hallway and you get to see ben 
I mean, you get to see Ben. What? What you are asking for too much of your entertainment if you want this to be good, uh, and you want Ben to look young. Look, it's not good. He doesn't look young. Those are the facts. You, we still need you to buy these tickets. Please, come on. We've no got one, ha- <laughs> right. Hey, we know you're not perfect either, pal, listener. And yet, and yet, we're friends with you. We support you. Yeah. It- you and know, you're fallible. Right. You so, have made mistakes. Yeah. You've so made pre- errors in judgment. Give a little bit of grace to Pasek, Paul, <laughs> Platt, Platt, and, Platt. Platt <laughs> and Hanson. And Dear Evan. Pop over to your cinema. It's Dear Evan Hanson, colon, you get to see Ben Platt. <laughs> now playing. Welcome back to Ear Buddies. Okay. Okay. Hey, pal. All right. Hey, pal. Hey. Ah. Show and tell. 2010. What a year. Gaga, Kesha, KP. Three artists of incredible talent. What do you got for us, pal? Well, Tim, the album Teenage Dream Mm. was super important, as Mm. we have uh, already discussed. No need to rehash. Uh, But what I would like to um, share here is a track from that album that didn't get its day in the sun, in my opinion. I hope it's the one that... I hope I hope it's the same one I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> uh, we're about to find out, Tim. It's a little tune called Hummingbird Heartbeat. Yes! This song is the bomb. It is. It's so good. And, I mean... <sighs> it's an album track. It's an album track, but like... What? Right, I know. And then, listen to this chorus coming up, like, it's just as good as all the other choruses on this. kidding me this this could have been a single this should have been a single i think they did it like in australia but i don't think it was anywhere else so it's uh, it you know got its day in the sun somewhere um yeah she wrote it about russell brand and i don't know if that makes it better or worse but i mean (laughs) so it goes but what a tune what a tune that's all 
man, what an album! Yeah, I mean, I would just love to love to listen to this album uh, in full, but I feel like that's illegal. Maybe <laughs> I think so. We better not. How's Russell doing? Is he uh, alive? Is he okay? He's, he's alive. I know that. I think uh, he is just kicking it. Um, he's like an activist now. Not the activist. <laughs> but I think he is. What a, what a twist that would be. <laughs> an activist. Um, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he seems to be doing all right. All right. My, uh, my show and tell is also uh, from... Uh, from Teenage Dream. Oh, look at us. But it's a cover of a song from Teenage Dream. It's a cover oh. of the song Teenage Dream by a oh. band, Matt. Yep, I know. Go yep. ahead. Yep, yep. It's by a band that was seminal for us called The Rescues. How did we even find The Rescues? I don't know. Just some super group of very talented people out in LA and it's like uh 20 I think I heard this back in 2011 I can't, I can't it, it doesn't it doesn't matter this is a cover of teenage dream enjoy I think you're pretty without any makeup on I think you're funny when I tell the punchline wrong you know I get you so I let my walls come down I feel immediately like I need to defend myself a little bit. Like, this was sort of an early example of slowing down mm. and mellowing out a pop song, I feel like. You know, like, before it was overdone. Yeah, okay, that's really interesting. Um, I don't think you need to defend it to me because yeah. I love... This cover like, and to I, how they listen to how they handle the chorus. That's wonderful. That is wonderful, and it is a great example of that you know the now ubiquitous uh technique sort of movie of, trailerification yeah of, it, yes. of a popular song right? yep yep so i mean that's a that's a great show until i think Tim. Yeah, like, this is how you do it well i don't think you have anything to explain no you should be proud and if of you it. really and and your buddy's army if you're looking for just a killer diller album check out let loose the horses by the rescues it's just this mm. pop uh, ooh, it's a gold mine of pop. That's uh, all sorts of vocal harmonies, like you're hearing here. Kind of a country flair on occasion, but just this great songwriting. These these guys know how to write a pop song. Yeah, that's you know never no, got the not, attention they deserved. We're not in the business of uh, really breaking new music here no. on your buddies. But also, this is not new music. This is from right. what "Let Loose the Horses" came out in 2010, 2011. Yeah, twenty. So you're right, and it it it, it frankly did not get the heat that it should have gotten. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a, a rare Ear Buddies recommendation. That's a wreck from the Buds. <laughs> that's right, Tim. And that's a wrap. For the from buds. the buds, for the buds. That's right. Great app, buddy. We got nothing else to say, pal. Hey, congrats. Congrats. Uh, love talking to you. <laughs> love our pod. Yeah, man. Me too. It's so. <laughs> it's just nice to be friends. I, you know, do we do we do enough buddies content? We do a lot of music, but do we do we just talk about how much we love being buddies enough? Uh, I feel like, you know, often we sort of wax eloquent during the very final seconds of <laughs> these eps, sort of just you know, patting each other on the head and belly so I think it's it's a decent uh, ratio from okay. if it feels to right buddies. to you then, then then we won't change it Yeah. alright, talk to you later pal <laughs> talk to you later buddy